It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. Happy Monday. Hey guys, we are recording this on a Friday, a, a little stressful Friday oh, for me. She's <laughs> a little frazzled, so she might be a little scattered today. <laughs> I know I'm feeling very frazzled. I feel like everything in my life is like very disorderly right now. So, you know, and we that, all have that stresses us out, you guys. So if you don't know Cece and I, we're like type A organized, have our ish together. <laughs> well, like, okay, here's the thing that's really this is my heck no. My heck no is I had to so I am teaching a course for mission to launch. Right. Um, Elena is a good friend that is starting this and it really helps um, Christians transition from ministry into the business world. And I am teaching a class. I'm teaching a few classes and I need to film them this weekend. Like I need to, there is no other time for me to do it. I am jam packed. I have other things depending on this. Right. So the stuff I ordered was like out of stock. I had to wait and then I now ordered it and I did like one day shipping because I need to use it for this weekend to right. teach this class and record it. And I am gone for literally 15 minutes. I get to my door and FedEx has a little little sticker that says, we missed you. Oh, and I'm I like, hate that. What are you saying? We missed you. Number one, I never signed up for you to just not drop off a package if I'm not there. Right. Sorry, we're not all, you know, COVID bound where we're going to be home during the day on a Friday at 1204. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. On top of it, this dang little post-it note is stuck right next to a sign that says, drop off at back door. Like, oh, how gosh. much clear does it get? It gets worse. I call FedEx. She goes, oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to get the package till Tuesday now. You're like, no. I'm like, no, no, no. I, you know, I paid $40 for one day shipping. I'm getting it today. Yeah. And she's like, okay, like, I can try to reroute the driver to drop it back off. Or you can pick it up at a facility, Whatever I was like getting an incoming call. I'm like, okay, great. You're you told them you're gonna you're gonna call me back, right? Like someone's gonna call me back. She's like, yeah, someone's gonna call you back. Three hours later, no one calls you back. No, me, <laughs> no one calls me. So I call the guy. I call someone. I call FedEx office by me, and they're like, um, yeah, sorry, we actually don't deal with that. I'm like, okay. So then I call <laughs> the one eight hundred number back, and he's like, oh yeah, you're not gonna get your package till Tuesday. I'm like, what is happening? I don't have time for people to screw up. Like, right. it sounds so bad, but my schedule is well, so extra for and them to not extra. screw up. <laughs> right. And like, what? Who's going to give me that refund? No one. FedEx isn't going to give me that refund. Where I ordered the stuff from isn't going to give me that refund because it's not their issue. Right. And it honestly, it's, I'm not even being like, oh, it's not my problem. It is not my problem that I'm not there. At 12 o'clock in the middle of a Friday. When you didn't sign up it. for that. You didn't sign right. up to sign off on it. No. Why do I need a sign? Like this, these products like should never need a sign off on. <laughs> and like, it just makes no sense. And there's even a sign that says drop off that back door. Like it does not get more clear than this. It really doesn't. <laughs> I am so over this. So over it. So I you, have. You didn't uh, get an answer. No. Oh. And and then he gives me a case number. He's like, someone should call you within 24 hours. I'm like- Within 24 hours. That's like when I call maintenance about our carbon monoxide alarms going off. And they're yeah. like, someone should be there in the next couple hours. I'm like, I'd be dead. I right. would literally be dead. 
<laughs> it makes no sense. And I, I freaking, when you call these places, you have to play 20 questions. They're like, oh yeah. I'm like, so is someone going to call me in an hour, 20 minutes? Do I have to wait around? Is someone going to drop off at my doorstep? Do I have to be there? What is happening? And tell me <laughs> step by step who to call. What's your name? What's your social? Because I'm coming after you if this doesn't get figured out. Okay. <laughs> Another level. (laughs) And then he ended it. He's like, okay, God bless. I'm like, God bless. God bless. That's That's why I can't stand customer service from big corporate companies. I would 100% rather just find a small business that I can support because I know, hands down, customer service is going to be top notch. It's going to be individual. It's going to be personalized. It's going to be like, we will meet your needs however we need to, unless it's Chick-fil-A. And then their customer service also is top notch. And and, um, Southwest customer service is great. Oh, I know. My parents always fly Southwest. They're like, why don't you fly Southwest? I'm like, because it's $500 more than American Airlines. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, this is firing me up because I have so many deadlines happening at the exact same time that something like this, Uh, and like I, it's just like so frustrating. I want to be able to control these situations and sometimes things don't work out. And honestly, it's a lesson that I just need to like learn how to handle when things don't work out. (laughs) (laughs) But it's stuff like this. Here you go. (laughs) I know. Yeah. And it shouldn't even be a stressor. Like it's such a little thing like, oh, FedEx didn't drop off my package. Oh, there's a holiday on Monday. Okay. I'll I'll get it Tuesday. Yeah. But like, because uh, whatever, whatever, (laughs) it's over. I can't do anything about it. I am releasing it, Megan. I'm releasing it it right now. Release it. (laughs) Because otherwise I'll be thinking about it all weekend and that is not okay. Yeah. (gasps) And then watch Tuesday. Oh, you sorry, didn't release you missed- it. You did not release it. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> I'm doing the day on Tuesday. Some people have to work. I'm confused. Like Tuesday, I'm going to get a little sign. Sorry, we missed you. <laughs> oh, that's true. What are you going to do? <laughs> over it. I'm so over it. I'm staring at the little post-it note right now, and I just want to burn it. <laughs> okay. Over light, it. Light it over a candle. Seriously. I know you have one lit right now. <laughs> no, I don't. I really need oh, to light you it. You need one. You need to light one to totally like de stress. <laughs> it is like the stress free candle. I'm just staring at it. <laughs> and I have so That's much laundry. Problem. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, yeah. Gosh, we have so much laundry too. Our laundry uh, machine broke again yesterday for a little bit. What? I was like, nice. <laughs> but that's not my heck no. My heck no is. Postpartum recovery, and not because of it being painful or there being too much blood or like anything like that. (laughs) Postpartum recovery is a heck no for me because relaxing is not in my vocabulary. I don't know how to do it. I'm not good at it. I don't like sitting and doing nothing because then I can just think about things and then I overthink about things and then I get all emotional because I'm just sitting here thinking about things. (laughs) I need to be able to clean the house, do things, go on a walk, get outside. Okay, but also that's not healthy, Megan. I yeah, but that just doesn't make sense to me because in my mind I'm like mentally and emotionally, that's so healthy. I need to be doing those things. But then it's like physically, no, uh uh, you need to just sit there. So postpartum recovery has been like a major heck no for me. I'm also not good at just like, I'm not good at delegating. I also don't want to delegate tasks to my husband who just spent his whole day at work when I yeah. sat here and did nothing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, obviously, it's you didn't do anything. It's not nothing. Obviously, it's not nothing. I kept a baby alive, but it's still like, okay, I sat here and watched TV for the 500th time and I didn't even enjoy myself. Like, it wasn't even fun. So why is my husband going to come home and now he's going to have to vacuum, do the dishes? And the other thing, too, is I'm the kind of person who, like, does little chores every single day. So nothing ever builds up. Everything right. Same. Cool. And that's asking a lot of my husband right now to do chores the way I do chores. So it's uh, postpartum recovery has just been... <laughs> <laughs> It's because you're a busy bee. I am. And I think, honestly, one thing you're going to learn during this time, or one thing that I feel like, I mean, I can't speak to it, but because I've had a transition, and right. we haven't even talked about this, and it's I'm not even going to talk about it. Not today. Okay. Not today, Satan. Um, but because I've had a transition in job, 
I have had a lot more time to sit in silence. And I've learned to silence was something that I used to really love and be intentional about. Hey, Carrie, what's up? Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then I hit a point where I was like almost scared of silence. And like I was in the shower, I had music on. I would have a podcast playing. Yeah. And it was stuff like that where I was like really intentional about not having silence. Yeah. And then now that I've really kind of been able to slow down as far as like – not slow down, but you know what I mean, Megan. <laughs> really? Really? You know what I mean, Megan? Yeah, you get like, an extra I, couple minutes at home. and Uh-huh. Like, I have downtime while working, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It's like me editing photos. That's downtime to me. Right, right. That I can actually sit in silence, and it's been so healing for me. Yeah. But also, I get what you mean, Megan, because there's so much to do, and you don't, like, silence isn't a tangible, like, right. success. Right, exactly. And the other thing too is I think silence is better when I was able to have an outlet for everything else. Like in college, I would go to adoration or I would just go to the chapel randomly and sit and journal in silence. It was beautiful. But I had soccer to be an outlet. I had chores. I had interaction with people. Like I have none of that right now. And silence literally just means I'm hormonally and emotionally sitting here thinking about things. And it's not good. It's not good at all. <laughs> but we're we're near in the clear, hopefully. Next week is end of next week is six weeks, which means I get checked by doctors and like told whether or not I'm good to go or which obviously I'm not gonna send it when they say I'm good to go. Like, <laughs> yeah, what would send it what would send it look like, Megan? Send it would look like going home, going on a run. <laughs> Like taking the dogs to the dog park, cleaning the whole house, like baseboards and everything. Like, oh my goodness! Because I still don't have work till November first. Where I mean, okay, I quote unquote still don't have work. I'm still doing little things here and there because I'm bored out of my mind. But (laughs) yeah, Uh, okay. Well, well, maybe you could start like a beating hobby or like. (laughs) You know, maybe you could start. I've thought about it. Well, except what I've thought about is like, oh, well, I'll just contact the soccer team now. I'll let them know that I've got a couple weeks left and then I'll be good to go. And I'm like, Meg, you've never even run a mile since you've lived out here and the altitude is so bad. What are you going to do? Show up and be like, yeah, so I played Division One soccer two years ago. Here I am out of shape and like recovering from a pregnancy. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes... <sighs> Okay. <laughs> Heck yeses. We definitely have okay. them, right? <laughs> Sorry we started off with that vibe. Debbie Just today feels like it's been a long week. <laughs> it has. It is Friday. It's been a really long week. Yeah. Yeah, it has been. Um, my heck yes. Oh, I don't know how to flip this into something positive. Um, <laughs> it's another heck no. <laughs> okay now that I don't have a boyfriend I have more time to get the things done that I need to get done (laughs) sounds really bad (laughs) you and I have an issue with doing things dude (laughs) we need help like the thing is it's I mean it's a process like you know going through a breakup right that's that's a good look of the pros Right, but, like, I have, like, I don't have to make time for anyone else. That is true. And that's just, like, an honest fact. That's not, like, a, ha-ha, see you later. Now I can be more productive. Right. It's, like, an honest truth. Right. Like, that wasn't the reason that we're not together. But, like, it is a fruit that, wow, I was not in a place, like, I am just not in a place to be able to hear someone's heart right now because I need to like freaking control my own (laughs) that's good though that's good that you see that as a like a yes and a good thing during this yeah some people don't even like self-reflect enough to acknowledge that and they're just like all right on to the next right oh yeah I've had I mean really great friends try to set me up with you know really great guys yeah I'm sure they're great, but I am like, it's tricky because I'm in this situation where it's like, okay, obviously I'm not going to date right away because I want to protect my ex's heart. I want to protect 
the man I date next or not even like consistently date. I mean, drinks is whatever, you know, but like actually go on one, two, three dates with it needs to be fair for him if he was like, oh, so when was your last relationship? And you're like, mm, two weeks ago. Uh, like, <laughs> what? That's not okay. Yeah. You know? And I just need to, I want to be my best self. Like, I have so right. many things. And, like, I no one's expecting perfection. But there are things I know that are sitting in front of me that I can tackle before I can even really entertain another relationship. And that's okay. And dating sounds fun. But also, like, it's not the time right now and that's right. okay. Right. And that's good that you're like totally at peace and like confident in saying all of that too. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's taken a little bit, but <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> but here we are and I'm saying it to the world. <laughs> um, uh, my, heck okay, yes yeah, my heck yes would be um, <laughs> that noise. Uh, <laughs> my guess was whatever you just did. <laughs> um, my birthday this week, actually, I totally forgot about it. Yeah, it was so like I'm used to wanting to be extra and do extra things to celebrate people and to celebrate like. Yeah, you're a big birthday girl. I'm just a big like a celebration person in general. Like if Avery came home and said he got a raise, I'd be like, all right, we're going out to dinner. We're picking a nice place. We're getting dressed up. Like we're doing the whole thing, you know. And nothing really big or extra happened for my birthday at all. And typically that would like hurt me and like it would be sad, but it was actually so peaceful and simple and it was like a little simple joys. And I don't know if that's because now I'm like a mom and I'm like, oh my gosh, food brought up to bed while I'm nursing her is like the biggest gift in the world. No, no, no. (laughs) Again, just because you're a mom doesn't mean your standards lower. It just means that different things bring you peace. Well, it's different things. Like you have a lot more gratitude for little things, I think, is where I was going with it. Because I used to be like, okay, I'm like either single or I'm like dating Avery. Like let's do all the things. And now I'm like, you know what? A picnic where we pick up food and like just go outside and be be outside (laughs) without me having to like walk the dogs or something. It's right. so nice. It's not so a chore. Nice. It's not a chore. We're just hanging out. We sat on green grass, which is like hard to come by out here in New Mexico. <laughs> so it's just like, <laughs> wow, this is beautiful. Um, so that was a good heck yes from this week for sure. Yeah, those photos were so cute. I was dying inside. Oh, also a heck yes to getting my hair done. I just, ugh, having oh, yeah. my hair washed and having my hair done and just sitting there. Like holding carry, that's all I did the whole time. It was so nice. And like your hair smells good. You it don't have to touch so it for good. a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel that. <laughs> and it looks good for a week. Like I don't have to touch it for a week. But I also <laughs> wouldn't have to touch my natural hair. But my natural hair would be a mess right now. So, Yeah. I yeah. mean, I never realized how much because I'm outside so much. I mean, I cannot yeah. wear my hair down. It is so disgusting. It starts right? to like get all nappy and sweaty and like yeah. I this is not worth it. Like it's up in a bun almost every day now. Yep, that's how that's I get why people go. Which yeah. is so sad because out in California I wear it down all the time. I do fun things to it all the time. But right. I'm waking up in the middle of the night so many different times, milk's getting in my hair. Like I'm like, nope, nope, it's going up in a bun. It's going uh-huh. up in a bun. <laughs> And that's why scrunchies are my friends right now because you just put a scrunchie around it and you're like, oh, it's kind of cute. It's kind of different. kind of goes with the outfit. She kind of put effort in. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of cute. Kind of (laughs) different. It's a little different looking than the bun from yesterday because it's got different looking scrunchie around it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the life. The life. (laughs) Yep. Okay. So today we really wanted to just little little dive into comparison. Mm -hmm. And... I call it the comparison complex because it's oh. totally a complex. Yeah, it is. Um, I think that obviously we've all been there, but some of us are able to control it and be self-aware of it a yeah. lot more than others. And I think more people, because of their confidence, are more susceptible to it mm. and don't know how to control it. And I think it can actually like take over someone's soul. Oh my gosh, that got really intense really quick. Seriously, (laughs) seriously. Comparison can completely ruin you because 
I think like, okay, there's a good quote and it says the devil doesn't come dressed in a red cape and pointy horns. He comes as everything you've ever wished for. That's so scary. Yes. And so the devil's greatest success is for people to think that he doesn't exist and like that the reality is that he exists in our comparison and his name is written all over our insecurities. So therefore comparison can completely just warp everything. Yeah. No, it's true. Mhm, cuz he longs for our misery and he wants to suck the confidence right out of us. And he wants so how to does he do that? Attention elsewhere always. Too. Right. Right. Exactly. He's disguised as everything we've always wanted. Money, beauty, success, everything that causes us envy. And that's his mask. And it doesn't mean money, beauty, success is evil at all. Like that is not what I'm saying. But with comparison compared to money, comparing to beauty, comparing to someone else's success, like that's envy is his mask. Right. Totally. And it's like the... um, what is it? It's just like saying like sex isn't evil. It's lust that's evil. Mm-hmm. Money and beauty and doing things for yourself and getting all dolled up and everything. That's not evil. It's envying that from someone else that's evil. Right. And one thing I w- totally, Megan, and one thing I was like thinking about is that, okay, the seven deadly sins, lust, gluttony, pride, sloth, wrath, greed, envy, yeah. Envy is the only one that doesn't give you pleasure for a moment. True. Wow, true. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's all like disheartening cuz you don't have whatever it is that you want. And so nothing it's never satisfied. Right. Not like it doesn't even make you happy in the moment. Right. So it's not even that Completely like, the, pointless. That's it. Right. End of, end of, end of conversation. Right. Comparison. stupid. Move on. <laughs> but it's so crazy because we all fall into it and it's not even wrapped with something that looks good on the outside. Like the right. devil doesn't even have to make it seem appealing. Right. Wow. <laughs> right. Isn't that Jeez. crazy? Yeah. So I don't know. I was like, okay. Comparison leads to lack of self-confidence, uncertainty and security, indecisiveness, wishing you're something you're not, envy, jealousy, temptation, judgment, regret, and true FOMO. That is all. Like, that is the epitome of comparison. There's nothing good. Yeah. It all just sucks. And it sucks the life out of you. And it sucks the confidence out of you. And honestly, some people live lives of comparison. Like everything they do is a scent. Yeah, it is really sad. I mean, I know women that everything they do, they have to second guess because they're like, well, she did this. So maybe I should re, you know, redo mine. So it looks like that or, you know, I feel like it's such a hard thing for women more than men. I don't know why, but I feel like men just don't care as much, especially when it comes to like surface level things. Whereas Mm -hmm. women are much more visual and like, I don't know, there's just a deeper longing for being desired and needed and important. Right. I think women, there's like a ton of little nitpicky things that we compare. I think men, (laughs) yeah. And like, I think the main thing men compare is, I think a good man is like, wow, I want to be married and have a family and I don't and he does. Yeah. And therefore it sucks. Yeah. I think that is the biggest comparison. And I'm not saying that's not a big comparison with women, but with women, it can be like, oh my gosh, like she has a beautiful decorated living room and I don't. Right. Or oh, she's or got like, the cutest dresses and I don't have any. Right. Or, like, and I've definitely like, fallen into both of those scenarios that we just said. Mm-hmm. 100% mm-hmm. I've been there. Except my uh, living room looks cute right now because it's decorated for fall, so it's fine. I'm good. I'm good there now. (laughs) Megan is a walking home goods. Let's just say that. Um, So good. So good. Um, So, yeah, there's Megan. Um, What was I going to say? Okay, so I think a main thing where comparison roots from is okay actually a while back I did a poll on my Instagram in 2000 women answered and almost every single one said some sort of comparison roots from social media and friendship wow that's true though I can see that being so true 
Mm-hmm. Because with social media, the content we consume directly reflects the headspace we live in. True. And so, you know, to make yourself feel better, I feel like you'll, okay, so here's like the mindset, I guess, is you see someone hustling and you know it could be you, but you're too busy wishing you had their motivation. Or you see someone, you know, with a fabulous home and fall candles lit and everything. Um but like you didn't even clean your counter. Right. Or like you see girls killing it and wish you had their opportunities, but you're sitting at bed and not, you know, pressing snooze 40 times. Right. Or, you know, you see some stranger with the perfect body in a beach in Bali, but you haven't been to the gym in months. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of the times, I don't know how accurate this is, but bear with me. A lot of the times when we compare ourselves, it's because I mean, obviously, we wish we had that, but it's something that we desire and know we're failing in. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not trying and we're aware that we're not trying. Yeah. And then we just wallow into more like sloth where we're Mm -hmm. not trying and we're not doing anything about it to better it. Mm -hmm. We just continue to sit and dwell. Right. And I think it's so easy to then fall into judgment and be like, oh, yeah, like, well, she was handed everything. Like she had a rich dad. I'm or like literally going to mention this because you could flip the coin on this. And because we, <laughs> again, when you said the fall candles lit on the counter and the house is clean, I was like, frick, I definitely post stuff like that all the time. I'm probably pulling people into comparison. But that's not your issue. That's right. that's not your issue. That they're, exactly. That's their issue. Yeah. And that's what and, I was going to mention was like, right. you got it. It's, it's Yeah. You can't blame so like, anyone else for the comparison that you're doing in your own head. Exactly. Because why are we going to depend on other people posting their failures so we feel better? Right. Nuh-uh. That's, so That's not their issue. They own their social no. media. They can do whatever they want. Like, I have never heard you go no. there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so crazy to me. I see, like, don't make it your highlight reel, blah, 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 blah. And like all the time, um, why does it even matter if it's their highlight reel? Because you right. should feel confident no matter what. Right. That's not their issue. That's yours. Right. That's their page. They can do and post and say whatever they want. <laughs> right. But people always try to say like, well, her house isn't really that clean or like, She's just that skinny because she has a genetically fast metabolism. She didn't work hard. Like, right. You know, so, discredit other people's success because right. it makes them feel a little better. And exactly. they have they've totally moved from comparison to judgment within 0.5 milliseconds. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy, too. And so then you've now fallen into two majors. <laughs> you so know, now two you majors really need to go to confession. <laughs> like, Envy and judgment. Yeah. Okay. And you just have a negative attitude. And you just gossiped about them to someone probably, knowing us girls. Right. You probably <laughs> sent their photo to one of your friends and said, like, yeah. oh my God, this is probably not even like <laughs> <laughs> It's true though. She's she Those said she had no makeup on. She's actually wearing makeup. <laughs> Gosh, I saw a TikTok so, so of a girl because... that said Oh go Wait, on. Go Sorry. Ahead. No, you go. Well, I saw a TikTok of a, of a girl that said, uh, she was like, everyone seems to think I wear too much makeup, so here's me taking off my makeup. And she took it all off, and she looked the exact same. She was like, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I look exactly the same. And I was like, oh, <laughs> she showed that. I was like, too, too many times are girls so nasty to each other because of comparison. Yeah. Here's the thing. We're... The only reason we're hung up on other people's lives is because we're too insecure with our own. Yep. End of story. Yep. Mm. It's a wake up call. Stop pressing snooze and you need a wake up call. And here's your wake up call. Okay. (laughs) I like when you're frazzled. This is nice. (laughs) You're spicy today. I'm sorry. (laughs) I like her. (laughs) Bring her on more often. It's true, so, though. Uh-huh. You, could, you could just sit there and scroll forever and compare and judge forever and just be like, oh, my life's not as good. My body's not as good. My whatever. Right. Or you could say, huh, that kind of motivates me. Like, or, or if you're really self-reflective and good about it, you 
it, fall into comparison for like two seconds and say, oh, my, my house isn't as clean as yours. And then you're like, you know what? When's the last time I cleaned my house and did anything about right. it? And then you go and clean your house. And then that comparison turns into actually like inspiration or motivation. And then look at that. Wow. <laughs> you're productive mm. and you feel better about your own life. <laughs> right. Exactly. We can't depend on others to be posting their failures so we feel more insecure with ourselves. That's not okay. Right. Exactly. They don't need to change. We do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Okay. okay, so then that brings us to friendship is like I think I think social media is the number one source and then friendship is the second source, like secondary. Yeah. And I guess like okay, here's the thing. If you're comparing yourself to someone, then chances are someone else is comparing themselves to you. Does that make sense? Say that one more time. If you're comparing yourself to someone, then chances are someone else is comparing themselves to you. In your friend circle? Or just yeah. in the world? In, in the world, but in your friend circle. Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Because, like, your friends, you share some common similarity. That's why you're friends. Yep. You're more susceptible to comparing – or, yeah, you're more susceptible to comparing ourselves to people we admire. Mm-hmm. And the people we hang out with are in the same playing field as us, typically. Right. And that totally all just clicked. Oh, my gosh. And when you're comparing yourself – say you have a friend group. There's, like, five girls in there or whatever. You're comparing yourself to someone in the group. And then chances are someone else is comparing themselves to you and the whole group is really just comparing themselves to each other because maybe it's like you all kind of just became friends. So there's like that insecurity of like, can I really be There's no openness, right? Yeah, yeah. But I totally, oh, yep, felt that in high school a couple times. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Like, this is an epidemic. (laughs) I was like, this is a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Good switch up. <laughs> okay, who heard the word pandemic before even COVID happened? I don't think I've ever heard that word prior to COVID. I don't think I have either. Mm-mm. Nice. Mm-mm. Anyways, so yeah, <laughs> friendship, I feel like is super major. And a lot of the time, I think like I've had a moment where I was getting ready to go out with a girlfriend. I brought a ton of outfits to her house in the city. And yeah, we were getting ready and we were just going to go to like some piano bars and whatever. And she walked out looking so cute. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even have clothes that cute. Like I don't, I, and especially guys, when you're going out, guys. you just want to like be on the same level, you know? You and guys, so I was like, you guys, what? CC just said, oh my gosh, you don't even have clothes that cute. What the crap? I swear. Okay, it was a moment, Megan, it was a moment of insecurity. <laughs> I'm not saying you're perfect, but I'm just saying 80% of our listeners, 100% probably just went, are you effing joking me right now? (laughs) But my friend's really cute. (laughs) Okay, keep going. So anyways, I was like, oh, you look really good. And she was like, wait, I'm really jealous of what you're wearing. And it was like something where I was like, oh my gosh, why are we even trying to one-up each other? First of all, right. second of all, we both have boyfriends. We're not even like, Hunting, okay. Right. <laughs> There's not even an end goal here. We're not trying to be. <laughs> yeah, we're third of all, like we're literally both jealous of each other right now. But we talked about it, and we're like, oh my gosh, we're so stupid. Let's go get wine. Like, yeah, it was just over and done with, and there wasn't like weird tension or like, right. you know, when you have that friend and she's just like, I mean, but you know, I'm just never going to be good enough. And she makes you feel bad for yes. being, like, being okay. Yes. And you're like, I'm confused how to even hang out with you because now I feel weird that, like, I know you're comparing yourself to me. And so Every time I do anything. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to downgrade myself to make you feel better. That's not okay. Like, right. I'm not going to coddle your insecurity and, like, pretend to be scatterbrained right. so you right. feel better. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, did you care that? Mary's like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> She's like, don't be scatterbrained. <laughs> so, yeah. And and I think what's also crazy is friends and even strangers can realize the strength and beauty within us, but we can't sometimes. Like, we really True. can't. True. But then, like, a stranger could see the beauty in you. Yeah. Just by one conversation or one look. And sometimes we wake up and we just have, like, 
oh, what am I like? I don't know, you know? Yeah. Well, so, and the crazy thing, or like actually the cool thing, because it's totally manageable and something we can all tackle individually, is that I found my confidence and like self worth growing and like becoming a known thing that like I knew the minute I started like focusing on all aspects of my life and like bettering them myself. Like the right. minute I started tackling everything in my life myself and didn't look to anyone else to fix it or just sat there and dwelled in comparison <laughs> was the minute I started to realize like, no, this is my life. This is my style. This is who I am. This is how I roll. Like, and then it didn't right. matter anymore. What exactly at all. <laughs> exactly. And actually I will be teaching a course like side plug. Um, <laughs> I am going to be teaching a semester at the woman's school. Um, I'll get more into depth on it like in a few weeks. Um, but it has a really good formation program on confidence. And it's stuff that, I mean, has completely changed my outlook and helped thousands of women. Um, but anyways, I will be teaching a course, like a whole six-month class that I will have opportunities for women to sign up for. And it's going to be amazing and so fruitful. And her course, like January Donovan's course is just completely life-changing. She's Catholic. Um, but we'll get more into that, but like side plug, keep out, keep a lookout on my social media because I will be putting stuff about this course. Um, and it will just be really amazing. That's so, so sick. Yeah. Really sick. Really sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sick breath. That's the cat uh, coming out. <laughs> My six month LA, you know, stint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but okay, this advice I got a few years back has always stuck with me. Someone, someone told me he was in seminary, and he was like, "The Lord isn't calling some ideal Cecilia. He's calling the broken and weak Cecilia with all your insecurities and sin, but also with all your gifts." He died for the worst version of you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What the mm-hmm. crap? Really good. <laughs> okay, I'm really good. Go cry. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. You can rewind it, listen back. Um, <laughs> but isn't that really, really precious and just like, yeah. yeah. And we're the, ones, the worst version. we're the ones that put into our head that there should be some sort of ideal version of us. And we mm-hmm. just haven't made it to that point yet and of course if we continue to hold on to that the fact that there's no deal version of us we're never gonna make it there because we're always gonna come up with some other reason that we're not oh my gosh (laughs) you were doing so well I swear Avery's probably home and that's why he's barking which is really annoying because then Avery's gonna come in the door and he's gonna bark some more so hello everyone my husband is home (laughs) (laughs) yep here you come. Here we go. <laughs> well, before we jump into the hotline, we have to rave about the Catholic company. Megan, we are obsessed with them. We always talk yep. about them. They're always all over our stories because <laughs> we, have we just love them. They have everything. <laughs> yeah, seriously. From home goods to spiritual books, Bibles, personalized prayer books. And actually, for like the sacraments too. Like it's a one-stop shop yeah. for me when she goes when she's baptized, when she goes to first communion. Like this true. Shopping. <laughs> yeah, they have everything. And Megan and I were actually just chatting about the importance of spiritual reading for mm-hmm. our growth. And I was saying how I just got the book from the Catholic Company, um, Three to Get Married. Such a good um, book. It's I got it before, different. like I got it when I had a boyfriend. <laughs> it's still good to read. <laughs> um, but yeah, it will be good to read. It's, it's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's good still. It's made, but, made especially, it's good. <laughs> well, I'll just be out of the game there. <laughs> but also like the Catholic company, everything on their site, a lot, all their books are, books that you can trust and that align with church teaching. So it's already all vetted. So pretty much I'm saying that there's going to be no Father James Martin crap. Like you're not going to see any of that. Uh, I'm just being straight up with you. You're not going to see that, which is good because we don't need that because it doesn't align with church teaching. (laughs) (laughs) So pretty much to say you're safe to go with anything on the Catholic company. It's going to be vetted before you buy it. So it's not wacky. 
It's um, not going to make you like question church teaching already. Like it's already all aligned with it perfectly. So. Right. Cause there are some, there are some, you know, the devil questionable. Um, anyways what we're getting at is you can use the code heck h-e-c-k in all caps for 10 percent off at the catholic company is their instagram handle just at catholic company or www.catholiccompany.com yep go shopping (laughs) shop your heart out okay so voicemails We have a ton of them, but I picked out three. Also, side note, our hotline is 312-775-2615. Make sure you call in with your what in the dang heck moments. Um, But let's hear Bridget's. Hi, Megan, Cecilia. Um, Bridget Maloney calling from Omaha. So what in heck no moment. Okay, so I'm so sorry, Megan, because this is probably going to be more defined for you. So basically, I work at a bar, bartender, and we are still doing – uh, to go drinks and a plastic to go drinks and these regulars came in with their family. I was like, oh, you can just have the to go drink at the table. I don't care. Moral of the story, they have a brand new baby. Okay. 11, 10 month baby, still a baby. Basically bringing over the beer and I go to hand it to the dad. He says it wasn't my fault. It was all my fault. I dropped it on the baby's head. And like, I don't know if you guys know how much, like just think of two water glasses you get at a restaurant, two of those filled with beer. Baby didn't cry for like two seconds and then just bloody murder street. Like, I don't think I can, I will never come back from this moment. Like, I just had to walk, like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. They were super nice and they're standing. But then, like, I had to go grab the kitchen manager because I just, I couldn't, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I was the only one there. I couldn't just leave. And so, yeah, heck no. Heck yes. My sister got married yesterday. She took vows and Holy Spirit came down. It was just amazing. So good. Um, I'm praying for you guys. Can't wait to meet baby girl. Oh, and the dang heck is this life we're living in. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Okay, Bridget. <laughs> I'm curious. So it it dropped on her head, but does that mean it spilled all over the baby too? Yeah, what I'm saying is we need to see the security footage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, absolutely not. I want to keep my job. Thank you. Um, we need to see this. Like, did the cup, like, is is the baby going to have a bruise on its head or just going to be, you know, like felt like it was drowning, you know? <laughs> With beer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I I feel for her because there was a morning I was nursing Carrie. We're laying down in bed. I'm looking at my phone. I bring it up and over us and it drops and it on Carrie what hits my face and her like it hits us both because we're both so close to each other yeah (laughs) it hits us both and it's the same thing for like two seconds you're like oh she's fine and then all of a sudden it's just like the worst cry you've ever heard in your life and you're like I am the worst person ever I just like (laughs) did you cry with her oh I cried with her it was was, (laughs) it was like a couple days after getting her back from the NICU and I was like what have I done so I feel for her I it's the worst you're like I'm terrible oh my goodness I never heard that story Megan that yeah is, I want to say it's hilarious but I mean I didn't want to tell anyone and here I am in the world so it's a mom fail <laughs> yep major mom fail oh my gosh Bridget and congrats on you said your sister got married I think she, yeah I think, I think so on. Yeah, I love how she's like, and the Holy Spirit just came down. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Okay, okay. So next up is Anon, and she's going to talk about some vagina surgery, okay? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) We love that. Okay, I'm definitely leaving this anonymous because no one needs to know. Well, I'm calling about it. Anyway, okay, so based on your one of your podcasts about tampons, I realized I have a heck no moment from when I was in high school, I was like 17. I got my period when I was like 14. I was too scared to wear tampons. And so I just wore a pad for like three years. And then I was like, this is ridiculous. I need a tampon. Tried to put one in, did not work out. I told my mom, I started crying. She's like, oh my goodness, well, can you sit like a Q-tip? And I'm like, what? And so I tried and I couldn't. Oh my gosh, it's really TMI. So I go to, like, the OB or whatever, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you need a hymenectomy. And I was like, excuse me? And so I get surgery. It's not, like, super common, but, I mean, I guess it's a little more common than I thought. 
but I get surgery down there. I'm 17, and I leave, like, the operating room, like, still, like, really loopy, and I just go, Mom, did I just lose my virginity? And she's like, oh, oh, no, we're not. Nope, we're not getting into this right now. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so then I have to go to school the next day, and I'm in a lot of pain, and it's not visible, obviously, and I can't tell anyone. I even had a boyfriend at the time. We didn't talk for, like, two weeks until it was healed. But I was in a wall climbing class, and so I had to wear, like, a harness. And so I had a note saying that I got surgery. And my gym teacher is a man, and he's like, oh, well, what happened? I'm like, oh, nothing. I just had a minor, minor procedure. Oh, well, where? You look totally fine. And I'm like, well, um, I, it was like, um, uh, well, so it's, uh, yeah, I got like some skin removed on like my inner side, like, like it was like a mole. And he's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry to hear that. Everyone wanted to know so much about it. And I was just about to break down because I was so, so uncomfortable and it was horrible. And it was just the weirdest experience of my life. And I'm just happy to know other people have gone through it. And that is my heck no moment from like five six years ago yep okay bye-bye okay anonymous I feel like your name's Katie so I'm just gonna call you Katie um, <laughs> okay Katie first of all we're like you know I would you know that term Eskimo sisters no I've never heard of that before Okay, some of you guys are probably cracking up if you know what it is. Eskimo Sisters is when you and another friend have slept with the same guy. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Katie, you and I are Eskimo Sisters in the, in the way that we both got the same surgery done. <laughs> <laughs> what the crap? <laughs> okay, sister, so... First of all, I want to know, like, what you told your boyfriend and if you told I him. I feel like she didn't. She said they no. didn't talk for a week. That's impressive. Which is, like, <laughs> you just, <laughs> like, I know, like, off the face of the earth. Like, I don't get that. I need to know more about that that boyfriend situation. It did not feel very healthy. Um, <laughs> but what 17-year-old relationship is healthy, you know? True, true, true. Um, and also, I'd like to point out that people are so nosy and don't know when it's right from wrong. And, like, they don't pick up on social cues that anymore. That is true. That is very true. Except yeah. you know, what's hilarious is when she said she was trying to explain to her PE teacher, who was a male, why she could not be in a harness. We literally had girls in high school who would tell our PE teacher, who was also a male, that they were on their period so they would get out of workouts because he literally just didn't want to talk about it he was like okay yeah well, he just goes to over there and they didn't have to do anything the whole time why did i oh, never what? do that i oh know because we are sound conscience moral people what am i saying <laughs> i know what you're saying i know i'm picking up what you're putting down okay sweet. but there's that was good content so though this this oh, whole yeah. call yes good here content for it yes <laughs> yeah katie okay but i got a guy that messaged me and he was like cecilia how are you doing in dc i hope everything is going well i was just wondering what happened with mike it's been a long time since i saw him on your ig what wait. comforts me is that you are truly with christ side wait. by side wait wait i think you and i got messaged by the same person he sounded very similar to that and he was just way too nosy about your life and asked if you guys were still together and i was like is this what name crap? Javi? yep <laughs> why do people care i was like what the crap wait you gonna try say- and shoot your shot because it's not gonna happen but wait, what did he say to you hey so just wondering if you still the kid and a husband like what? He, he clarified he said hey i was just curious if you knew if cecilia pappas and michael ryan were still dating haven't seen what? any photos of them together no. in a while i was like um, <laughs> help me yeah, I was like, okay, um, they're not anymore. And he's like, I will be praying for them. I was like, is that really why you messaged me? Because I feel like that's not really why you messaged me. <laughs> yeah, there's been an influx of someone asked for my P.O. box to send me a prayer book. 
I'm like, that's nice, but I don't have a P.O. box. We we need to, I need to get one. We don't have one. But yeah. We live on base, so I'm like, whatever. If someone wanted I know, to I'm try like, and find my house, they'd have to get on base, which would be a little True. Yeah, I'm like, is this free? Is this like a – can I get a P.O. box for free? Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but yeah, there's – I can't believe he messaged you too. Okay. So weird. There are for sure stalkers. And the fact he remembered his name, I was like, um. You're very invested. <laughs> He's like, I wrote it down in my journal. Day, like, you know, Wait, did he say that No, no, no. Oh, my but, God. Like, I was I like, bet, okay, no. Uh-uh. Goodbye. There's like a sticky note tracking my relationship. Like, July 18th, post picture of boyfriend. God. Like, 2019. And then, like. Gosh, it's also just weird that a man noticed that. You know what I mean? Like Keeps girls pick up on that stuff eat quickly. They're like, "Oh wait, right. you know, she, she doesn't have any photos with him anymore." Right. You know what I mean? But like the the fact that a guy, I don't know, whatever. You know, I know. I was own. like, Harvey. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Moving on. We're gonna hear. Okay, actually, I'm gonna talk about Anna. So Anna called and she was saying how she pees her pants all the time, and we were talking about that. Was remember? She, is she mom? Yeah, and okay, then so it's normal. So it's like socially. It's acceptable. not normal though. It's <laughs> no, not I know normal. It's not. Let me I know tell you. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast about this, and they were saying that it is a thing that there is pelvic floor therapy, and it's super yes. important. Yep. Have you heard about it? Yeah. So I had a lactation consultant come over to the house a couple of days after we got back from the NICU because I had to get Carrie back on the boob, and it was kind of hard for a bit because we were giving her bottles in the NICU. And I was asking her, I was like, so, because, you know, I ask the important questions. Right. I was like, so when can we have sex again? Yeah. <laughs> and when, like, is it is it going to hurt? Because everyone always says it hurts, like, the first time of having sex. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I got married, we got into a groove, and now I'm going to go back to step one? Uh-uh. Like, that's freaking stupid. So right. I was asking her about it, and she was like, no, not always. Most of the time, it's because they have some sort of pelvic floor issue where they blew out their pelvic floor or um if they had Dude, that girl, sounds, they couldn't she just it. blew out her pelvic floor just blew it out oh uh-uh. that sounds terrible yeah well and she was like if you're going up and down stairs do you feel like you're just kind of leaking liquid and i was like no and she was like and you didn't have any drugs or an epidural or anything right and i was like no and she was like then you're probably fine because a lot of the times it's because women can't feel what's going on they push too hard they overwork it they blow out that muscle because it's never been worked like that before um so yeah I've totally heard about it, hoping I don't have to go because yeah. I don't really want to pay for it. And some, they were also else. saying that if you're a girl that continually gets UTIs, but yeah. they're not, they don't get treated as UT, like mm-hmm. a, the treatment for UTI doesn't work for what you feel. It's mm-hmm. you need pelvic floor therapy. And I've never had a UTI. Some people Me are just either. more prone to it than others. I think yeah. it's like hereditary or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And apparently, like, they use their hands. I'm like, do they stick it up there? I don't really know what that consists of. Yeah, that's but it's weird. a thing. It's a thing. Huh. Yeah. I'd be curious how it goes down. <laughs> I know. Okay. If anyone has had pelvic floor therapy post birth or because of UTIs, I actually want to hear from you and we'll have you call in. Yeah, we're actually curious. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Keep you calling. on or like call in. Yeah. <laughs> Three one two seven seven five two six one five. Okay, <laughs> let your girls know. I <laughs> know. Let everyone know. We all want to know. Yeah, we do. Um, okay, we're gonna hear from Hannah now. This one's super cute. Hi, Megan. Hi, Cecilia. So my name is Hannah Busquet, and I'm originally from Lincoln, Nebraska. But yesterday, I got to move back into college, and it was amazing. That's a good, pretty good. Heck yes. But on top of that, um, I go to Benedictine College, and me and all my friends finally were reunited in a suite. I don't know if you're familiar with the suite, but we're in McDonald's, <laughs> and we're just sitting on the balcony right now, um, looking out over campus and screaming hi from our balcony to everyone, <laughs> and it's a pretty dang good heck yes moment. So I wanted to share. <laughs> so good to be back after five months. And we're getting the heck yes sign for our suite. Yes, you inspired us. <laughs> okay, we also have a little heck no to share with you. A little? <laughs> well, One of our friends got put in quarantine for two weeks, even though he doesn't even have COVID. So heck no to that. 
Yeah, and they took away his room key, so he is he's locked up for the next <laughs> for the next two weeks. And yeah, say some prayers because that'll be a long two weeks. All right, we love you guys. I hope you're doing great. See you later. Bye. <laughs> I just love that they all called together, and it was like a whole group convo. Like I know. all their friends just came and sat down in front of us and we all just talked about their heck yes, heck no moment. <laughs> I know. Wait, Hannah, I want to hang out with you and your sweet mates. And honestly, this is so nostalgic for me because I love Benedictine College and I feel like I've been to that McDonald's so many times wherever they're sitting. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I just love it. Okay, but also, can we talk about how Target totally stole our tagline? Um, yes, but also they kind of just made products for us I know which is kind of nice <laughs> if we had like once we have our live shows we'll mm-hmm. have to talk up on those mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we need to buy them now because I'm gonna go quick because it's Target oh true we gotta buy them now <laughs> <laughs> um but also how does Benedictine all of a sudden have the ability to lock someone up like this man's locked up raw yeah that's I have lots of thoughts on that, but we're we don't have time for that right now. Megan, Megan, okay, I'll let you. Um, I'll let I'll give you twenty seconds. Uh, about COVID, about <laughs> being locked up raw and all the sudden college that you pay forty grand to go to tells you you can't. Yeah. Leave. Okay, so you just took the twenty seconds and said exactly what I was going to say. Like no, no, no. We, we need her more. Uh, okay, uh, he is going into debt to be at this place to get an education. And they're just going to say, hey, sorry, we're going to control your actual life, lock you in a room like you're an animal for absolutely no reason because you don't have a sickness. I'm sorry. And there's like literally 1% of people uh, your age that die and get it. Like, yep, 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 yep. yep. It's speak for themselves, son. Uh, it's fine. The flu is still worse, and I still don't get the flu shot, so what? Okay. Moving on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, Megan, you take it away. Molly totally DM'd us with some um, advice. She did. So she said, hey, Megan, CCA, I have two advice questions today, and I'd really appreciate some input. Basically, one of my coworkers told my friend that he likes me. She wasn't supposed to tell me, but I was with her when she got the text. I don't like him back for a lot of reasons because he's not religious. We don't have the same morals. He's two and a half years older than me. But my first question is, what on earth am I supposed to do next time we work? I know it's going to be awkward because he's aware that I know. I think I might just try to pretend it never happened, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that. I also want to be clear that I'm not interested, even though I think he already knows that. The good news, though, is that we're lifeguards and the pool we work at is closing soon. So that's the first one. Do you want to answer that first? (laughs) So pretty much this guy likes her and she just doesn't like him back. Right. But she has info that she's not supposed to know. Like she doesn't know. She's not supposed to know that he likes her. Uh, Okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If he was really interested in a man that you would even consider, I know you wouldn't because you don't like him. He would make a point to let you know that he likes you. Yep. You wouldn't be hearing through the telephone line. Yeah, like, because you're hearing through the telephone line, knock four years off his age, and that's how old he is, okay? (laughs) Okay, there's your answer. And second one is how to tell if a boy is flirting with you because, oh, man, I definitely missed some hints. I have no clue how to tell if a boy is just friendly or if they're flirting, and there are definitely a lot of instances that seem now like he was flirting, but I had no clue earlier on. I would definitely appreciate some help so I can try to avoid situations like this in the future. Really appreciate some input. Um, sorry, this is extremely long. <laughs> Do you have thoughts, Megan? Uh, if we're being totally honest, I kind of suck at this too. And okay. now I'm out of the game and I'm married. So, <laughs> okay. Now that I'm entering, I'm, I'm dabbling. I'm sniffing the game, you know, okay. I haven't yet like taken a bite, but okay. <laughs> I'm sitting on the outside. Um, uh, I'm whifting and wafting. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> Your analogies are insane. (laughs) If he is Snapchatting, okay, okay. If he is going out of his way to talk to you, that is nowhere near convenient. He's into you. Yep, that is true. 
Whether it's on purpose walking past you, coming to the pool when he's not working, True. going out of his way to Snapchat you detailed things that you know wasn't a mass Snapchat, which you should delete anyway, texting <laughs> you, asking you how we are, calling you, bringing you food, anything yeah. that he had to put effort in. Yep. He likes you. He likes you. If he's just being like, like if he's just being like courteous because you guys work together, like if you could put... <laughs> this is gonna be sound really weird. If you could put him into a girl body and it's like you guys are just like putting up with each other and being kind and nice because you work together and you see each other, then nope. Right. He's just a totally. nice guy. <laughs> totally. And honestly, most of the time a guy, if he is sticking around, mm-hmm. he's into you. Yeah, it's true. Guys, a lot of guys aren't just looking for friends that are girls. Most guys it's, aren't. <laughs> yeah, most guys aren't. I mean, a lot. some guys are. True. But if you're single, most guys aren't. Yes, exactly. So I would say you just need to be more self-aware because you have to think, okay, he just did this. What was his intention behind it? Out of the kindness of his heart? I mean, yeah. Possibly, but, also, but is there a trend growing? <laughs> right. You need to track this and you need to like make a data point, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, every just assume that you now you know he likes you. Everything he's doing is flirting. Yeah. And then just assume that. Yeah. True. Because he likes you. Yep. Right? Yeah, he does, but you don't like him. So this guy is not the one. But for future use, there you go. Yeah, and because you don't like him, don't entertain his text messages, Snapchats. Like, don't reach out to him. Like, right. you need to kind of set a boundary there that he doesn't know about. Right. Exactly. Agreed. So, yeah. Good info. Okay, last one. Emily, she asked, um, due to COVID, I had to stay home and do college online this semester away from campus and all my friends. I'm really struggling to manage living at home while watching all my friends go back to school and have the college experience while I'm at home living with my family. Wondering if either of you have advice and or tips on how to keep in relationship with people and live at home. Most days it feels like I'm in a long distance relationship with all my friends. Love you both so much. Thank you for the gift that is your podcast. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> oh, um, Emily, I think a lot of people are going through this right now. They went from like social life to no social life. Yeah. And yeah. here's the thing. What's nice is that there's not really a jealousy factor because everyone is in the same position as you. True. That makes sense. Like, it's not like you're home from college and all your college friends are together at college. True. Does that make sense? No, that's so true. So, like, when I, the first semester of college, when I was at home going to community college, all of my friends were making new friends, were in different states or like at state schools, whatever it was. And it was so hard because I was like, I everyone here is weird, which I shouldn't have had that mindset, but I totally did. And it's Mm -hmm. fine because I was just working a ton. So I didn't really have time to make new friends. Um, but everyone was like a little odd. I don't know if you've been to a community college, but there's a certain vibe there. Um, that is not really my vibe. It's like people that like to go to like furry festival kind of vibe. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Kind of. (laughs) they like to dress up in like furry outfits oh I know what you're talking about yeah it's like a little funky um very funky but it's it's the people that hang around the campus anyways by me it was um so it was really hard to see that and so what I would do is just like lots of facetimes I would get I would send cute notes um get creative think back to like carrier pigeon days um, and I'm thinking of like long distance relationship with Avery days and like think about ways in which you can make it fun and um, still let people know that like you miss them and you can't wait to see them and things like that. Um, also, if you guys, if your parents like aren't crazy about COVID, mm-hmm. like why don't you schedule a time to visit with your friends and stay a week with them and do yes. college together and then vice versa, you know, like True. you can have a whole week long yeah. Honestly, college online is such a bonus. You can travel, you can get a job. I mean, True. you can really take advantage of this time. True. True. Yeah. Good answer. 
So, and a lot of like, let's say you want to be a waitress, a lot of stuff like that are hiring because people are unemployment would get, are getting paid more than they did at their waitressing job. So a lot of places are hiring Yeah, for like, you know, college age students. True. Or get an internship. Like this is the perfect time to get an internship at home. You live for free, maybe have your parents' car, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of opportunities staying at home and going to school online. This is coming from the woman herself, so. Mm -hmm. Or you and your girlfriend. (laughs) Here's the thing. You and one of your friends could meet somewhere and do a little Airbnb weekend while doing school. Like, there's so many opportunities. Yeah. And it would be really cheap. Like, let's say a bunch of your friends and you met at a place. Yeah. I mean, it would be like vacation college. Yeah, for real. Mm -hmm. (sighs) So fun. You want to do that? Let's do that. Okay, let's do it. Great. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. Wow, this was good. Megan, so we actually, um, so we recorded the other half, the beginning of this podcast Friday, and we recorded this Saturday. This is Saturday right now. Yes. And Megan's family is over. My family is over. Yes. So I took time out for you guys. Yeah, we needed to finish this up, but this is her first their her parents' first time seeing their first grandchild. So we're gonna wrap this up because that is super important and you need to spend all the time in the world. But we will talk to you guys next week. Sounds good. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.